Alright, welcome to the Legends Lingo. Uh, this will be our first podcast. Uh, we're just a couple of college students. We're going to give you sports takes from our perspective because most of the time you just hear what the adults have to say. Obviously, they could be more knowledge, but we grew up in the social media era, so we view everything differently, so we're going to show you our way. We're going to introduce everyone here. To my left is Ben. What's up, guys? Uh, then Scorno. What's up? Gio. Howdy. Preves. How we doing? And then Arlo. What's cracking? Um, I'm Shale. Best player ever will be George Kittle, just remember that. So we'll start with this day in sports. Uh, it's Jordy Nelson's birthday. We have, uh, we have a Jordy Nelson actual fanatic over here. Yes, Dan. sir. Would you like to say That's anything to him? Uh, happy birthday to Jordy. He's uh, a Packer legend. Uh, was amazing on and off the field, and uh, much respect. Fantasy football Nation, legend. Fantasy football legend. Packer Nation. He's a real class act. I've never seen anyone catch the ball over the middle like Jordan Nelson. <laughs> also, Usain Bolt beat the record in the 100-meter sprint on May 31st. So we're going to use Usain Bolt's speed and see, do you think Usain Bolt would translate to another professional sport? Like, would he be a good wide receiver, yes or no? I, I really don't think he'd be able to translate. I think to be a professional athlete, you need to have – insane skill set in that sport and speed alone isn't just enough even guys who do have insane speed like john ross they haven't even been been able to translate the nfl you need to be able to use it correctly like a guy like tyree kill one interesting aspect of usain's speed is that he gets faster as he goes which may hurt him if in his chances to play in professional sports because it takes him a second or two to get going meanwhile an nfl receiver you got to be quick right off that line of scrimmage so He's also Jamaican. You don't see a lot of Jamaican football players just in general. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. He doesn't didn't grow up playing the sport, so it's difficult. What about soccer? Usain Bolt though is a natural like built athlete. Like not a lot of players have the speed like that he has, and he's six five. Going into football, like if he works on his skill set, like that is I think true. He can there was, like he's an I think athlete. Was, I think his name was Willie Galt, Bears receiver he's back in the day. Who ran track and then he translated pretty well. But how long did it take him to learn the game? Because we gotta remember, Eugene Bolt isn't 18. True. So that guy also was American. Not he he grew up around football. He understands the game. Usain's not. It's not a. It's not a big so sport. Let's, so let's throw Usain Bolt in the time machine. Wait. Bring him to 18 years old. What about yes. rugby? He would die in rugby. He's I, so thin. I think he would be one of the best thin. basketball defenders of all time. Six Defenders. five with that speed, dude. He cannot play six basketball. Five. Really? I don't know. Quickness def- translates to. Mm-hmm. I mean, defense. just based on speed. his short-lived soccer career, like all of these sports are just so hard to learn and like excel I, at. And I don't think that just because you have incredible speed, that means you're all of a sudden just going to be an amazing athlete in ton of these sports. There's a reason he ran track and is a runner and excels at that. And there's a reason why he doesn't play more of these advanced skilled sports. I, I actually agree with what Ari said that rug, I think his best chance would be rugby. I think he would be one of the best rugby players in the world. It doesn't take as much skill as being a wide receiver. He can just catch it on the outside. No one's touching him. But <laughs> There's a guy happens, in the, on the USA rugby team that's like almost as fast as him, and he dominates. But what happens once he gets hit a few times in the game? He's so built. He's, so, he's not weak 
in any way, in my sure. opinion. He is six five. I think that's an underrated aspect. And strong. Yeah. He looks like a strong man when you look at it. Definitely. <laughs> All right. So moving past uh, this day in sports, that was just quick. But we're gonna get into our first actual question of the day, first segment, and it revolves around the sports world. Obviously, it has changed with Corona, and their sports are talking about coming back without fans, with fans, and one of the first sports to come back was UFC. So I will have my first, the first question being asked, Will, do you think UFC is better with or without fans? And I'll start by saying, I honestly think it's way better without. I, the excitement level is probably a little down, but there's something about hearing every punch and every breath, and even what the coaches are saying that brings an element to only fighting that I think this would work in, but I do think that without fans, it is almost better. So, are you saying, like, from the viewer's perspective? From the viewer's perspective. Okay. I'd rather watch UFC without fans than with fans. I agree with you for that, from the viewer's perspective, but from the fighter's perspective, they just get so much more hype and, like, amped up with all the fans around. But to the other point, they can actually hear their coaches a lot more clearly and it, for newer fighters especially the pressure could be not like they won't be as pressured because it's like their first time and there's not all the hype and like the anticipation around them but still like even yesterday some fighters were saying like dang I wish there were the fans here it's just because that just really that can get them going especially if they're in like their hometown fighting Definitely. I think the business of UFC, like, this was, like, the perfect time for them to, like, actually expand on their business. And, like, without any sports, like, UFC is, like, the only sports that's, like, that's on. And, like, fans want to watch something. So this was, like, the best time for the UFC to grow their business. And, like, on the point of, like, with or without fans, like, it's definitely different, like, without fans. Because this is the first time, they've like, they've ever done it. But I think when they come back and they're allowed to have fans, I think it will definitely be better with fans. Because it can also incorporate, like... You know, even, like, miking up, like, coaches. Like, they can still, like, add that in with into their business and stuff. That is true. I do like that idea. I, I definitely think it's better with the fans. Because when you, when you, put, out, when you put out a UFC pay-per-view event and you see the crowd littered with A-list celebrities in the front row, like you see Tom Brady in the crowd. You see President Trump was at one, I remember. Not getting into that, but... All, all sorts of mega celebrities are there, and it just makes it a different feel with the crowd hype and energy as well. Yeah, I it's totally not agree. the same. Sports, yeah, sports are made for fans. Like, definitely, it's embracing our in our culture, and fans adore sports. And even though I think UFC is probably one of the better sports that can go on without fans, I think like all sports like are just much better with fans. The atmosphere is better. I think the fighters are more into it, and everyone just, like, has a good time. Yeah, you have a good point. I just think UFC, I mean, out of all the sports, UFC is definitely the best sport without fans because of all those elements that I've said before about hearing all the punches and the breathing and all that. But even, like, like, before with fans, you don't hear the connection of a regular body shot, but without these fans, you hear, like, truly the pop and how hard they are hitting, like, their organs and are just getting messed up with these punches. Like, it is crazy. I think that the hardcore fan, the hardcore UFC fan, would like it without fans more because you can actually hear everything going on. But for the casual viewer, 
they want to get excited, they want to show, and for sure. the fans mm-hmm. play a huge role in that. Then again, though, I don't think, even for the casual viewer, it's clearly not that important because before, I know it's the only sport on right now, basically, so it's kind of different, but when, it, when there were fans, how many of you guys regularly were watching the UFC every Saturday? Not as much I think Ari not. was, and I did with him because I but was. But I think that's just more of a result of there not being sports. Yeah. yeah, right. But the fact that there's no fans doesn't stop you from watching it. No, for sure. Yeah. But hundred percent point for sure. Um, I think if there was a rematch with Khabib or Habib, however you pronounce it, and McGregor, I would rather see that without fans. I want to hear McGregor and Habib go at it without fans. And with fans, I've already seen it. With fans, I'd rather see them. I'd rather see McGregor. I'd rather hear him talk his trash and his smack talk. That's true. That's fair. And his him flaunt his body like he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. But imagine being and in Vegas with just like full crowd screaming at the top of your lungs, seeing these true. two epic like fighters, and it's gonna be an epic battle. Like I think in terms of that, with big names of the fighting like the fighting community, like that'd be unbelievable to see with fans. Another thing. Like, for McGregor, he lives off the fans, and that, like, he is, like, the fan favorite, and I feel like his performance is amplified, and he, like, gets better when there are people watching him and cheering for him, because, like, he's a, he's a performer. Yeah, he feeds off the crowd's energy. Also, last time they fought, the fight, after the fight... (laughs) There was a second fight in the crowd, in yeah. the stands. Yeah. You don't have that without the yeah, fans. Yeah, that was pretty that would be a, That whole aspect needs to come back. That was unbelievable. But, I, but there's also definitely a ton of pros to do it without fans between those two. Yeah. That talk sure. would be unbelievable. Okay, so let me pose this question to you guys. So, disregarding UFC, the other sports that are posed to come back within the next few weeks, like, do you guys think your perspective of watching the game without any fans is going to change your opinion on the sport? Um, to be honest, basketball is such like a crowd, like, crowd about, like, energy When you game. go to the Staples Center and you're watching the Clippers-Lakers and there's no fans, like, it definitely diminishes, like, mm-hmm. the whole meaning of the game. Oh, for sure. I think this goes back to kind of what Noah was saying, how, like, the hardcore UFC fans would like it without fans. I think as a huge basketball fan, like, I'd want to see it without fans and hear the talk in the game, hear what the coaches are saying, hear... All the player interactions. I would love to see that. Yeah, but you, you get, like, NBA, like, West, if you go Westbrook, like, bring him in Utah, like, he, when he's in Utah, he's <laughs> way more inclined to, like, go up for a dunk and drag his nuts all over defenders, but, like, <laughs> if he's not, if he's in Utah this time, like, he's, him in Utah clearly has beef. Yeah. There's a lot of history there. <laughs> no, if he, if Westbrook goes to Utah and plays there and Do- he's going up with Donovan Mitchell, like, he's, without the fans, like, there's no energy there. Yeah. Westbrook's like right. an energy guy. There are plenty of those. Right. Totally agree. Feed off the energy. I think, we, I think we can agree that the crowd brings out a different type of style in any sport. Right. They bring out more adrenaline, different types of plays. Definitely. Would the home court advantage sort of be diminished without fans? Would it be diminished? Yeah, absolutely. Of course it would be diminished. There's, there's no point, especially since in the, they're playing all the games in Orlando. There is no home court. I mean, the unless, Magic, but Unless no the fans. whole travel-like thing is, like, way more difficult from Corona than right now. Then, then it wouldn't But matter. that's going to be interesting to see. It's like, there's going to be no... 
There's gonna be no advantage to that. There's gonna be no home court advantage. No it's advantage. gonna be even. There's not gonna be like a. It definitely hurts the higher seeds. Uh-huh. But I think this also will lead to the best team truly winning. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I, the people who say that this season will have an asterisk, I think it has an opposite of an asterisk. I don't understand. This season. Asterisk in a good way. Yeah, more than anything shows who really deserved it because, I mean, I th- they got thrown out of the flow of things, but at the end of the day, the best team will win. Yeah. Turns into like an AAU tournament. I disagree. I think there's an asterisk. If you have a shooter that's in his form coming into the end of the season, that can impact the team so great you wouldn't even know it. I think that's that fair. I think that if you pause the season and then resume, some of the players that were playing at the top of their level towards the end of the season may never get there again, and that will I be, Although the best players in the league dominate the playoffs, some of them may not play as well just because of the long break that they've had. So do you think that's a big enough excuse to put an asterisk next to I do, because, because every team is built different, and, and the break that the teams have had affects every team differently, and the best team will overcome it, but do you think other teams even, get disadvantaged. Even though, that, even though they're having kind of like mini training camps before it starts, there's, they're giving them time to come back into shape, getting back into season form. Yeah, listening to J.J. Redick talk about the, the extensive, like, extensive process he goes through. I bet all um, majority of the league's top shooters have a strict like off season program into the season where they're feeling good and they know what schedule they're on now. A lot of the shooters may not be able to follow their own schedule. So you think the teams with the worst shooting are at an advantage? I do believe that. Do you think it's more demoralizing? So back back to the fighting but sticking with no fans. Do you think it's more demoralizing for a fighter to get knocked out in front of millions, but like that's the norm, obviously, like you're, you're in the UFC, or to get knocked out in just silence and just sit there and everyone's just like looking at you and you're just like, there's nothing going on. Like just imagine just like falling flat on your ass, just like getting popped in the face. I think. And nothing's being said. Like not a word. Like you hear maybe the other coach being like, nice, nice fucking hit, like shit like that, but like. Other than that, there's really nothing going on. I think it's worse in front of the crowd. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, maybe, it's, maybe it could be worse with no fans because it kind of makes you feel amateur. I'm sure like, when they were coming up in the UFC, they weren't fighting in Las Vegas in these giant events. They had to fight with no crowd. So losing a fight like that kind of makes you feel like you just lost in a pro-am event, not the real UFC. But... Yeah, being knocked out in front of thousands. A lot of the emotion's gonna be taken away. Like, mm-hmm. like I said before, like, d- like someone's gonna cross someone up in the NBA when that comes back, and like no one's gonna say. It. Maybe the bench goes wild. They're like yeah. a dunk, but like that's all that's gonna happen. Another thing with that though is that when like there were fans there, a lot of fighters also had their families there, mm-hmm. and if they got knocked out in front of like their families and the fans, I think that would like take a bigger toll on them, yeah. probably than. Not like directly with like the fans and like people they love and stuff like that. Yeah, I know we're flip flopping around on ideas. Back to the NBA with um, there was a proposed idea. So what Woj just said that the NBA might do is they might do like a Las Vegas league, su- Las Vegas like summer league type thing where the teams just play like from noon to like ten o'clock and they just play like one game after the other. And how would you guys feel if they forced the other players to play that day? So say there were four games that day, you had the noon slot, so after your slot, you stayed for the other games, and you were sitting front, like they had those players just sit front row. 
for the other games, like on the court, just to have the element of some fans or some reaction, would you be encouraged that, like encouraging for that, or would you rather not see like the other, like, would you rather see De'Aaron Fox be in the front row of the LA like Lakers Clippers game, or would you rather just it all be empty? Uh, yeah, I think as many people as possible would just enhance the experience by far. Um, NBA is much different than UFC, and I think fans contribute to the action of the NBA, and I think if you can get as many people in these stands as possible, it would just make, would make the games feel more normal. I think it also would make the players seem much more, like, human. I mean, like, gr- growing up, going to basketball tournaments, you're standing there, like, wa- watching the game before you, waiting to play, like, watching yeah. the, these mega stars do the same thing would yeah. just make, them, make it feel so much more relatable. Definitely an AAU vibe. Like, it'll yeah. bring the, the guys back to their high school days, for the most part. I probably, I mean, almost all of them played AAU because that's just, like, the new wave of basketball, and they, that's just how... You don't you don't make the NBA without playing AAU nowadays. Nowadays, like the just best players just play. So, um, going to the next question. So this is without fans, not with fans. But if there were to be a sporting event tomorrow, what would you want that to be and why? So an example would be like tomorrow you had one game and one event, and you wanted to watch like the Pelicans play the Lakers tomorrow, just like LeBron against Zion, or you want to watch. The Buccaneers play the Patriots. Tom Brady goes back to Foxborough. What would be that one game or one event you would want to watch? Like, why? Like, w- like be specific. Like, if it's Bucks, Bucks, Pats, do you want it to be snowing in Foxborough? Or do you want it to be 100 degrees in Tampa? I would personally love to see Clippers v. Lakers, like, Game 7. Because I think those are... Like, because really nobody knew who was going to make it to the ship out of them two, assuming they would be in the Western West Conference West Finals. Finals. Yeah. Because I think, honestly, they're the two best teams. And I just think it would be really cool to see it right now because I don't want to have to wait for it because that'll change things with injuries coming back. And I just think it would be just awesome to really put – like LeBron to the test, I think it'd be a crazy game. So you get one sporting event, you're picking Lakers, Clippers, Clippers Lakers, game, game seven. seven. That's your hypothetical. All right, I Mr. like Captain's that. Finals. I'm gonna go with Chiefs Ravens in a dome. In a dome. I don't see the offenses doing their magic. That'll be a high scoring affair. That'll be in the league game. Ravens defense wow. got I like that a lot. So what what do you what would you look for most most of that game? Which... I'm looking for Lamar to prove that he can hang with Mahomes. Really? Right now Mahomes is on that pedestal. And we'll see if Lamar can reach it or if he'll fall short every season. Alright, a quick take. Do you think Lamar Jackson will keep the value up next year with obviously more tape on him and has this happened in the past with RG three, obviously Lamar Jackson's Clearly has a bigger skill set, throws the ball probably better, runs faster and better. He's a video game, but RG3 was not good in his second year based off mostly defenses figuring him out. Do you think that'll occur? I expect Lamar's rushing yards to go down, but I expect his passing to improve greatly through the offseason. He's got a great work ethic. He knows his passing is his weakness. I bet he's been working on it all offseason. So I expect his rushing to go down, 
and his passion to go up. But there's also a Lamar factor that yeah. you can't account for. He just makes players miss like no other player we've seen thus far in the, the modern NFL. And that ability to make players miss, I think, will contradict the more tape that defenses will have. I'm done doubting Lamar. He's going to be just as good as he was last year. I don't know. There's some like something him. about me that says like he's just going to be figured out. I don't know. I, I love Lamar. I think he's a human highlight reel, but I really can't see him getting much better than the season he had uh, last year. Like we saw in the playoffs, Tennessee just completely shut, shut him down, and I think more teams are going to start doing that. They and, shut him down. And even though he is going to keep progressing as a player, last season he was just special. Like mm-hmm. That was one of the greatest seasons I've ever seen from a quarterback, and saying that he's going to be worse isn't necessarily a diss on Lamar. It's just more that he's, he's yeah, he's kind of going to be facing defenses that no more. Talk about a pain in the ass to play in fantasy football. Lamar Jackson was a piece <laughs> you, of shit when it came to that. Oh, my God. Bold prediction. He's going to get 12 extra points for fucking running the ball if you're a quarterback. It's so annoying. I think the Ravens are going to win it all this upcoming year. Okay. And I think... It's going to be really cool to see if Lamar can revolutionize his game and really become a better passer. But overall, I just think the Ravens are going to be better. And I think they're going to come out with a fire and they're going to win it all. Do you think Lamar Jackson's the favorite for the MVP? Should be the favorite? Like, is he your favorite? Um, Who is your favorite for the MVP? I honestly think, yeah. No really? It has to be Pat Mahomes. Yeah. It has to be Pat Mahomes every Pat year Mahomes. for the next two years. years in his final year. Wow. I'm going to make it Favorite? Argue. You think he's the most likely to win MVP this year? Like, odds wise. in his final year. You think it's his final year, too? Sick. I think I think the Saints are winning the division. I don't see the Bucs making the playoffs. I wow. Wow. The Bucs have addressed all offensive needs, and their defense is still going to be last. Um, their defense was not that bad last is, year. Their past defense is atrocious. They, they got destroyed and by. Reese and Matt Ryan are going to pick them apart like they have the past five years. Did you really? I, I think Brady could have a great year, but I. Their defense, like, their defense sucks. It doesn't suck. Do you realize how hard it is to play defense when your quarterback turns it over 30 times? You're on the field Dude, so much play. more. No, no, no. Yeah. You're on, on, on. You're, okay, you get but, no time okay. off. James Winston just threw four verticals okay, seven times, spammed A, got hooked. His their defense, well, I'm telling you, they're, they're going to be a Look at the Patriots middle. offense the last... Two months of the season. They were atrocious. I'm just saying, I'm very confident that... And I get they don't have the same weapons, but, I'm, like... People saying Brady, like, come on. Brady, Brady's... In Brady, we trust. A little bit washed up. Brady, I love Brady. He's the GOAT, but he's... I'm very confident Bucks D is going to be top half of the league. For wow. sure. We'll see if Tom Brady can throw the ball down the field. Right. Because he yeah. can't. Did right. he hit the Max yeah. Kellerman cliff yet? Right. you got to remember, though, James Winston was literally was throwing with a blindfold on. He no, was I'm not. Just throwing the ball to throw the ball. And where'd they go? 8-8? Eight 7-9? Eight? They still had a pretty good record for 30 interceptions. I mean... I mean, I'm I mean, telling you, that he took the chances, but 30 interceptions, that's tough for... And 30, like 30 no, touchdowns. No, but agreed, but there were also games where he threw 400 yards and four touchdowns. But that I don't see Brady doing. Agreed, but so. you got to remember those games that he's throwing for those video game-like numbers. Maybe he's, throw, maybe he's throwing th- going three plays, 70 yards touchdown. Yeah, you're getting seven points, but your defense was off the field for three yeah. plays. No, that's true. And they're going back on the field for... No, yeah, I can see them buying for like those... There's seven playoff teams. Yeah, now. I can see them maybe being the seventh seed. With seven playoff teams, there, I think they're for sure. They're for sure. Back to the back to the back to the. I think Seattle, San Fran, Green Bay, Minnesota. Okay. 
Um, New Orleans, you said. New Orleans, Philly. And Wait, then you go to the spot. It could be Dallas. It could exactly. be Tampa. Fuck Dallas. Fuck Dallas you, you don't have Dallas in the playoffs? I feel no fucked Dallas. You know that, you know that, you know that, uh, like, by the FPI or whatever it's Four. called, they're fifth, they're the fifth right. best team. Yeah, look at that. That's absurd. I, I don't even care. Who's playing quarterback for them? I mean, Dak's going to get the contract. Okay, good, because he sucks. He does suck. I don't <laughs> like Dak either. He doesn't. He's never won a playoff game. I, I, if, all right, do you think Dak, do you think they should sign Dak or just ride with Andy Dalton? He's just as good. I'd ride with Dalton. Ride with I'd Dalton. Ride, I'd ride Dalton. 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 Dalton was underappreciated. 100% Dak Prescott turned down $35 million. People don't realize uh, the- Allegedly. Allegedly. People I doubt realize... he would do that. That's an idiot. Yeah. It seems like he, he seems did. like it's an idiot. It's not like fake. People don't realize the Bengals were consistently a 10-win team with Dalton when they had a good roster. And it's the Bengals. Like, Bengals but are they're, just a terrible franchise. They're not. They're really, they get way too much. I know they haven't won a playoff game in forever, but... In ever. They're, they're, yeah. But they're not as bad of a franchise Even as Dallas, people did, Dallas turn them out to be. always loses to good teams. That is true. Well, I think it's hard yeah, to yeah, not put... defense is awful. It's hard to not put them in the playoffs. It's also their first year with a new coach, right? Yeah, and it's their first year with a new coach. Who's McCarthy's coaching them, right? McCarthy, yeah. So. Dude, Packers over here. We don't got to talk about Dallas. Dallas. I, I think he fits Dallas, though. He does. He does. He's got a He fits Dak. He fits Dak more than Dalton, actually. So back to the MVP thing. Long, really quick before we go back into uh, what sporting event you would want. I have a long shot take right here, and I'm saying Kyler Murray. I think he's going to bring him to eight wow. wins and he'll be in the conversation. I just think he's a general. That division is so elite. I could see him being in the conversation, but... I'm not going to say he's winning, but I, I do see him as a finalist. I don't sleep on Rodgers. I can see him as like a chip on his shoulder this year. I don't know. It's hard. It, Even though they've run the ball too much. His, his record was so good last team. year that if he doesn't match it or do better, there's no reason why he should win MVP. If you have a worse record than league, that's fair. He can go twelve and four. He can go eleven and five or twelve. I don't see him winning an MVP there. If he has a ridiculous season, he's good. But back to the question of what sporting event. So, Gio, what sporting event would you want to see? Easily, I would go with Bears Packers NFC Championship game. Wow! In the the Windy City of Chicago. In the Windy City. (laughs) That'd be awesome. There's been some legendary Legendary Bears Packers moments that we have lived through. The one I always think of when I is, I don't even remember his name. Fake field goal, dish it to the tight end, Crabtree, like goes thirty yards. That, that was awesome. Complete momentum shifter. That was horrible. It's one wow. of the best rival, rival, rivalries of. All I think nothing tops the Aaron Rodgers injury comeback game. Uh, yeah, I, mean, that, I am still so was, haunted. That was amazing to watch. By the Randall Cobb touchdown, and after the Kyler Fuller, Kyle Fuller missed. Interception right through his hands, yeah. and then the Randall Cobb about, 88 yard yeah. touchdown. What about the week 17 Bears fighting for a playoff spot, and they they the think, Randall, oh they think there's an incomplete pass, oh but they God. strip the quarterback, oh. and they're all just standing there watching Randall Cobb. Was it Randall Cobb? It was no, that also, was that was no, that was um, Jared Boykin. They watched Jared Boykin just pick up the ball and run for it oh. to seal their season. Uh. Bro, the Bears, I mean, so, <laughs> for some backstory, we live in Chicago, we are in a suburb of Chicago, so we grew up Bears fans, and Mitchell Trubisky is one of the worst quarterbacks of, in NFL history, he probably sucked a lot of cock on his free time, he's horrible, <laughs> he's honestly one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life, can't throw a football, I don't know why we traded up for him, I, I mean, he's got to be... One of the worst quarterbacks ever. I've never Agreed. seen. Like Chill. in our lifetime, who have you seen 
be consistently that bad. Blake Bortles. Job. Blake Bortles. Bortles, is, Bortles was infinitely better than Mitch No way. I guess he did take them. Think about it. The defense carried them to the playoffs, and then. I think he was the biggest reason they lost versus the Eagles. Right? I don't. The, uh, um, I don't know. Blake Bortles is pretty bad. I will no, say, no, I will say, saying, dude, no, he saying. had a whole movement behind him that he was the boat. Who? Bortles, the best of all time. Oh. Like, Mitch Trubisky, there's nothing about him. No, I know. Other than that, they're just horrible. The issue with Mitch Trubisky is that when, people, when the Bears drafted him, there was, like, a problem. Like, if the Bears had taken Deshaun and he busted out, everyone would have been like, all right, like, we took the best player. Like, exactly. it didn't work out. I, before Mitch Trubisky played a single snap in the NFL, had a problem right. with the Bears taking this guy. Right. Every single... We, we're, not, we're not professional scouts or anything, but if we could see the flaws in him, there was clearly something yeah, wrong. Come right? on. You he had to watch know better. 12 ga- college he couldn't, games ever at North Carolina. He couldn't win the job until his senior year. I definitely year. blame the front office and Nagy more than blaming Mitch Trubisky because they really just set him up to fail. They didn't give him a fair opportunity. They just threw him in there and into the, the NFL, and I don't think there was any up. I don't think he was even good that. in college, though. They, like his junior year, played twelve games. Was, his junior year, he didn't start. He was a backup to a guy who ended up going undrafted. Played for the Packers for one year and then got cut. That was the guy he couldn't beat out in his junior year of college. So, and he was all on his own. Like, yeah, I, I mean, there is no vet. There is no vet to own. help him out and to improve his game. Mike but Glennon the was there. Are so bad at managing your team. They signed a terrible quarterback for so much money. Then Mitch Trubisky will sit behind for a season. Then Mike Glennon plays, and they're like, "This guy is terrible." <laughs> it's as simple as that. Terrible management. Terrible. Terrible. All right, I have a question. So, just this year alone, not based off of. Uh, potential going forward. Just this year, say hypothetically, there's no other year after this one. This will be the last year of the NFL. Let's say, who would you rather have as your quarterback, Mitch Trubisky or Mitch Trubisky or Ryan Tannehill? Tannehill. Tannehill. Okay. Tannehill. Mitch Trubisky or Drew Locke? He Drew Locke's only played like five games. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. <laughs> Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky or Eli Manning coming out of retirement. Mitch. 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 Eli Manning. Just this year. Mitch. I think I'd rather have Eli Manning. I'd rather have I Mitch. think I'd rather have Eli Manning. Did you see him play at the end? He was so bad. And so funny. Can I think I'd rather quarterback? No, it's one of the two. That's all you have. I'd say Mitch. That's Mitch? hard to say. Mitch. Marcus Mariota or Mitchell Trubisky? Mitch. Don't at me. Mariota. I think I gotta go Trubisky to Mariota. Yeah. I don't like He's so bad. He is horrible. Uh, Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football or Mitchell Trubisky? <laughs> Mitchell, Mitchell! Kirk, Kirk, give me Kirk. Mitchell, no, every, every week is a Monday Night Football. There's always potential that Kirk's going to turn around. No, not on Monday night. Not on Monday night. <laughs> if it's Monday night, it is. You're getting some poor quarters. You're 0-16. <laughs> Monday night. That's I'm, the, still, that's I'm still taking my chances with Kirk. It's weird because he cannot throw a football on I'd rather have football. the quarterback you started over. Maybe it's because Booger McFarlane is like a 300-pound offensive <laughs> lineman who can't speak and is the worst analyst ever and throws him off because he speaks so loud and says dumb shit. But Boogie. other than that, Kirk Cousins, I don't know. All right, Mitch, last one, Mitch Trubisky or Dwayne Haskins, just for next year. Dwayne Haskins. Mitch. I think I'd rather have Mitch. I, I'd I'd rather rather I think Dwayne Haskins was... Awful. I think I'd rather have Haskins. I'd rather have Haskins. Just I'm, for next year, not I know, I'm more confident that Haskins is going to have a good good year next year than Mitch. Oh, I know what I'm getting with Mitch. It's going to be garbage. Haskins, he, has, he hasn't played enough to, to yeah. prove he's garbage. I will say when Trubisky like, 
is more confident in his running ability. It opens up a lot for him because he's so limited throwing the ball. All right. That when he's running, it's better. All right, back to I, sports games. Yeah. Sport I one sporting event. I want to watch that one, the first, the biggest first round upset of March Madness. Whether so it be a thirteen, can't. whether it be a thirteen seed beating a four seed. So you would want the first day of March Madness. That's like your day of sports. Yes, but I want, I want if, but it's one first game. Round, it's round. one or game. Or an event. Or an event. You can have the whole first day. I would take the first day by far. The first day of March Madness. Yes. I, I, the, so, the emotion that goes into like a thirteen seed being a four seed, yeah. the whole I want I want to see that. So are you upsetting whoever they play? No, nah, they were gonna win. So Illinois would have probably made the final four, is what we're saying. I assume <laughs> I hope he cares about the NBA. Kofi Coburn, probably one of the best freshmen I've ever seen in the history of basketball. But Kofi, yeah, I mean the first day of college basketball for. The tournament is actually electric. Just that, sitting that, around. Best day of sports. That Thursday and Friday oh is, yeah. Queuing up Probably. all the computers and all the TVs you have, going to every TBS and TNT different channel and CBS. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. It's a holiday. It is a holiday. It's a holiday. Okay, Ben, what would you like to see? Uh, if I could watch any sporting event, it would easily be the Michael Jordan Bulls versus the KD Warriors. Ooh. Wow. Um, so you're going real high. So, so this yeah. is really hypothetical. Yeah. Huh? Um, I think that would be the most watched, entertained series of all time. For sure, it would be the most watched. Um, I think that's not debate. And I think, yeah, I think it would also settle a lot of things. I, I, we I can't have this debate. I we can't. think the Warriors would win. Um, in what? In how many games? Let's go around. Let's go around the table right now and say how many games you think each would win, and, and what set of rules are we deciding? Are we setting? Are we deciding on new NBA? Or old NBA in what terms if, of foul following? calling and what if rules it's, of the game. What if it alternates? Game, depending on who's at home. Yeah. But so when the Bulls are at home. Bulls, Bulls are, the, are the higher seed because, right. because they've won yeah, six. Yeah. So, Bulls, so four of the games are old rules, three are new rules. are new rules if it goes to seven. Okay. Who do you, I would say games? Warriors and six. Really? <laughs> okay. You know what? With the, KD, with the KD team. Yeah, with I the understand. KD team, because the KD team's better, even though they didn't have as many Without the KD team, better. I would take Bulls and Six. Okay. Wait, what? Without KD. I think it takes six games for the Bulls to beat Curry, Clay, Clay Draymond. They're pretty fire. Yeah. Harrison Barnes. The 73 wins. Don't start with H. Yeah, Barnes. H. Barnes had game. That guy, I can't, I mean, he got his bag in Sacramento, but <laughs> I hate that he turned out, like, just not... Good. That, that was always going to be his role. Though. He had so much potential. No, everyone was like, he was signed. Imagine, could you imagine Harrison Barnes like, yeah, on another it, team? It was like, kind of like, you would say, like, imagine Harrison and Clay on their own teams. No, Harrison's always a big step below Clay. All right, well, I'm taking Bulls in five at You're most. taking Bulls in five? If it's not four. Gio, what are you taking? I take Bulls in seven. Bulls in seven. So you think it's a series. I agree. I think, I think it's, it's a series. Because it, it's it's the, the, the clash of game, like, of game styles would be really fun to see, but like saying, like just saying, like oh, Pippen's gonna stop Clay Thompson for zero points. Like it's not possible. Yeah. Like no one's like no one's stopping Clay and Curry for zero points. Like they're gonna get their own. Pippen. The physicality. Gonna get their own. Like the physicality of the Bulls is way greater than the Warriors, and I think the mentality to win. Is far greater Agreed. for the Bulls. I, also I think the mentality is what concerns me. I also think no one's checking Jordan. No one's touching him on deep. Like he's dominating that Maybe. game. I will say the skill set. Though, him on that. The skill set, just in general, just like in sports, in sports, Clay is the best option. In sports, just in general, though, 
as you progress through time, the skill sets will get better and evolve. It's just like right. evolution. Like when in 10 years, players are going to be maybe not all time greats better, but they're just like skill set. Like, they will be better. Also, so that's, you got to like, no, like Kerr, great shooter, Steve Kerr, like considered one of the great shooters of all time. But if you put him in like this that. NBA, like in terms of shooting, like I'd rather shooter. take like a, like, I don't, I don't even know, like a Nikola Mirotic shooting threes over him. I just because he's very used to th- putting up that I would volume. agree with most examples of that in terms of shooting, but Steve Kerr's the wrong one. He leads the NBA in all-time three-point percentage. But you different. can't say he would be... He's taking only, for the most part, open. only very, very, open. very open That's just what you shots. see. Watch, look at look up a Steve Kerr hot Of course. Of course but, he's going to shoot, but it's but different than one, what they do now. The one thing I will say in defense of like why I could see it being more of a series than I think it would be, or even the Warriors possibly winning, is if you watched... Obviously, we all watched The Last Dance today. It kind of made the Bulls seem more human. Like... You saw them drop games to teams that, like, when you think about it, like, oh, they're going to kill this team. Not that the teams were all, all insane that they were playing, but, like, it took them five or six games a lot more than... Also, the Warriors can have one quarter and basically end the game. I just can't see the Bulls team. Yes, that. that's what I was going to say. I think I'm with you. One thing that we'll have to see in the series, if the, the Warriors change basketball, will the Bulls... Start shooting more threes. Like right. that's not their style. Right. Jordan's not a three point shooter, but he does it well, just not often. So we'll see. Like yeah. that's that's my issue in determining the winner. Agree. Like let's say the Warriors hit three threes to start the game, and you're down nine zero. Like I don't see MJ hitting three threes in a row. Nine nine zero in the nine, NBA is no basically no, I'm just nothing. Saying, uh, but, but in the old NBA, double digit points was a lot. Right. In modern NBA, lot. it's not. Right. But depend. But good point. Also in the old NBA, you're defending. For the most part, 26 feet of basketball. And against the Warriors, you're defending now 35 feet of basketball. Right. Or whatever 35, not 35. The three-point line is like 20. Yeah, okay. So, two, like, like, like whatever it is. But, but, so, 23, like, you're defending just much farther out now, which is harder. Pick and roll is now the and biggest thing in basketball, it. which was not necessarily the biggest thing back and then. Think about it. In, the Bulls, in the Bulls era, think about it. Mostly, on most teams, I would say three or four guys... Like, you would not worry about shooting a three. Oh. In NBA, you're worried about f- maybe four, possibly five guys. Yeah. Hitting threes. For sure. So that adds to the... I will say the biggest disadvantage that the Warriors had with that team was, yes, Mo Buckets, Maurice Spates, and, like, <laughs> Festus Azili were electric, but, like... What about Boogie, though? He was not on that team. Oh, Boogie, you're saying on the KD team? He was hurt, though. He was hurt. So are we giving giving them a healthy Boogie now? Okay, Boogie, first of all... I think that's a huge game changer. (laughs) No, first of all, no. And number two, Boogie, when he played in those playoffs... And when he, the few games he played was maybe the worst basketball player I've seen okay. on the court. He was so bad. They, their plus minus with him was like minus 24. Agreed, but a, guy like, a guy like Kayvon Looney is a great defender. At seven. He's a good defender. Example, a good like, defender. They don't really need a score. I, I just think that the Bulls, the, de- the, the defensive aspect of the game is too far in favor of the Bulls. They're so much better on defense than the Warriors are, and the Warriors just don't have the pieces to guard... I honestly... All right, Preach, who would you say you think the Bulls win in seven? I'd say Bulls in seven, but money, you can take that with a grain of salt. I don't really know who I think's going to win. All right, all right. I, I'm, I'm riding Warriors seven. All right, I think I'm, the three-point just... Yeah. The, 
the Bulls are not going to be able to hit threes on the Warriors. And th- just, like, when the Warriors are hot, like, they're not going to be able to get I will, yeah. I, I would say the, the lockdown. Yeah. If the Warriors but, score in 120s, it's over. Yeah. Because it's just a different... It depends I feel like what kind of game it is. could be, like, the team that would definitely, like, stop them from shooting all those threes. Because their If there was a team to do just, it, it would be the Bulls, for sure. Yeah. If anyone in... I would, say, I would say, in this situation, I'd say Bulls in seven, only because they had the home court advantage. I think no game gets dropped by the home court because in the new NBA rules, I think the Warriors win every game without them getting hand-checked because, obviously... They've never defended against like this kind of talent before in this era, and I think in the other era they just get bullied. Yeah, agreed. What about That's like fair. the Kobe Shaq Lakers? What about them? You think like, they can? I eat? think they. I think they get destroyed by these Warriors. Destroyed. Actually, I don't know. Shaq would dominate that game. Who would do better, Shaq. the Bulls? Or but that Shaq Lakers also team. Shaq also can't. Know. He's not scoring fifty in every like. Uh, nobody's gonna stop them. Gonna play off games now. He's not scoring fifty every game like. Shaq, yeah, Shaq's going to score. He's probably averaging 35 and 17 in that series, but how much... Obviously, that's an insane... Like, that helps your team so much, but he's not... I don't think he's winning that by him. He's not stopping them on defense. Also, if you're running... If you're running Draymond... I don't think think Kobe's efficient enough. If you're running Draymond at the five also, the speed difference between him and Shaq, just like running the floor, like the speed of the game that the Warriors could play out with Shaq on the floor would be... A huge advantage. Shaq yeah. is slow. Right. He's fuck. He's dominant. He's a big mother. Like and mother yeah, player. I don't know how good of a perimeter defender Shaq was because I feel like most of the time he'd probably just camp out in the paint. And oh, for with sure. The modern rules. If he has to come out and step on Draymond, the paint's wide open for guys like KD. And if he stays there, I mean, if Draymond's wide open, he's gonna hit some threes. He's gonna hit some. He would. He he's regressed, but he no, used to, I remember when before KD was on the team, like. I remember watching their games, and Draymond was hitting that top of the key three from Steph on the pick and roll. For sure. like, this these past two seasons, I don't know if he's hit more than. I think 10 Draymond threes. gets like, mad hate for no reason. I think he was unbelievable for those teams. He was. He was. He's defensive player of the year, like candidate. He was up there every year. He's one yeah. of the best defenders. Mm-hmm. He could run the floor with anyone, and he was a great passer too. I mean, obviously, you're passing to the best shooters ever, but he was still a good passer. I mean, his offensive games that he's, great. He's but. an underrated player when he's on an awesome team like that. Agreed. If he's on the Sacramento Kings, how much is he really doing? No, for he's him? not his own player. He's I a role player. He's a, he's a three. He's a glue he's, guy. He's the best three. Yeah, he's a glue guy. He's the best three. He's Dennis Rodman. It's a good thing that Steph and Clay are still there. Next season, mm-hmm. they're going to be scary. Yeah. I think they're going to be back in, with, with the Vengeance. With the top five pick, I think they're going to be the three seed in the West. I agree. If yeah, not, I can see them making the Western Conference Finals for sure. All right, I'm so right. excited for Steph to come back. So back to um, the one sporting event uh, or thing. I'll, I have two that I was going to say. One will be quick. It was just a WWE WrestleMania. <laughs> I think we were robbed of WrestleMania. It was un- – I mean, I think I, what they did with the cinematic matches was one of the best things I've ever seen. Bray Wyatt's the best on the mic I've ever seen in my life. But past that, the one event I want was is a Red Zone Sunday. <laughs> There's something about John Hansen's voice – and the the du- the dual box that just goes crazy. The octo box. The octo box kickoff. Octobox kickoff. Just great. watching everyone just fair catch the kickoffs now, <laughs> where all the kickoffs go out of bounds, it just chills your bones. <laughs> so we're going on to we're gonna switch gears completely, go on to the next segment, which will be 
which NBA player's skill set would you want to have most? Your height and weight will remain the same, so you're still you're 5'10", you're not very strong, you're not very big, <laughs> it's all you are, but you have this skill set, you have everything they have, they're vertical, they're hand, there's everything like that. So why would you want those skills? Who would you want? I'll go first. I don't, I don't, I think it's a no-brainer with Zion. Even though I'm 5'8", five, five having a 40-inch vertical, going to the rec league and just throwing an alley-oop down would be one of the most, the craziest things ever. I don't need to be able to shoot. I don't care about any of that skill set stuff. Just being able to dunk could wow anyone ever. So with that power. Are, are you just saying just to have like for fun? For rec league abilities? I mean, if you think, because, because if you, think you could take that skill set overseas at your height, then go do it. If you think Kyrie's skill set can like, that like, ball handling and layup package could like bring you overseas, then I think I, I don't you I don't you don't I'm Zion. I couldn't speak there but I'm Zion. I think that if All any one of us had Steph Curry's abilities we could be in the NBA. In the NBA. Yes. With his skill set. Yeah. With with still weighing yeah. 150 and being 5'8". There's yeah. no way. I think so. There's no way. You're the best shooter of all time. You'd be a, you'd be you'd almost be a, you'd be the worst defender in NBA history. You'd be IT level defense probably. Which yeah. would be worse if I But it doesn't matter. Yeah. It does matter. IT got a contract. He's he's, he's in the, he averaged thirty a game. I one mean season. he got his bag, but I still. You think about it. IT is five eight, one fifty. He averaged thirty a game on the Celtics. You know what? That's you facts. don't think that you with Steph Steph Curry's a better version. NBA player. Yeah, no, that's facts. Imagine that's if IT was Steph Curry, it'd still be just as. So good. you're taking Curry. Is what you're saying. I'm taking Curry, and I think it's a no brainer for someone our size. All right, uh, mine's a bit off brand. I'm picking Jason Williams, white chocolate. Wow. Uh, I Love think it. having that skill set and having that swag would That'd be dope. dope. Oh my god. Um, Imagine just going to like a new, like an LA, like Venice Beach, uh, just like yeah. going to a pickup game so with cool. all these guys. Um, he should be a role model to you a lot get of their height, right? young white punk No, guys. you don't get their height. It's just, just their skill set. And it's yeah. their athletic uh, abilities. Their I think, yeah, I think his passing is skill and ball handling is, is probably best ever. Is your intention, like, is your intention, like, to. Take like make the NBA, or you're just doing this like to, for fun to go like mess around in the like sets. both. Like I think with like any of our body types, we're not gonna be able to be scores if we're in NBA. I disagree. If you've stepped so in the thing that gets other people to score, that's a good call. That's why I'm Zion. And in the wrestling, people would think you're like the flashiest kid out there. That'd be sick. I just think it'd be dope to chuffed at wow. the JCC and throw it on some slams. <laughs> JCC, you'd literally be on a plaque after one dunk. <laughs> Oh, For my player, it would definitely be Nick's J.R. Smith. <laughs> Nick's J.R. Smith. You get high enough, You get high as fuck for every game. You, do, you any go out, do any by the bottle. LeBron's best friend. He flies too. Like any no, pass fine. that goes by the hoop, like it's just between the legs, oh like fucking dunk. Like that's that's just relentless three point shooter. Like Dude, come on. Speaking J.R. Smith, on this day, May thirty first. 2018 was game one when George Hill missed the first, when George Hill missed his second free throw, 
J.R. Smith gets the rebound and oh, just yeah. runs. <laughs> like, that guy, like, maybe maybe you lose the finals because of that one game, you lose the game, like, you lose in overtime, but that's such an iconic moment in history. Oh, it's the biggest blunder in NBA history. Like, my man's was too baked. My man's. It was too baked. Was too <laughs> do you think he really was? Like, it's yeah. fun to say. Yes. Like, I do think he was. I think he was. I, I, I'm thing, not saying I don't think he was. My only thing, like, no, he missed the free throw. George missed the free throw. But saying he's baked, like, do you really think he was high during the whole entire? I think he was high. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think being high was like the concern. I just think he's just dumb. Incosis. Like, I just yeah. think he's an idiot. He's and no. he wasn't no, focused. Like he just doesn't have that no. focus yeah, mentality. Do you think he was having cravings from Henny? And was just like, like he started, <laughs> like he wasn't thinking about basketball. Maybe. He's miners like, on the post game. He was just Henny. like. Post game penny. He thought they oh, won. Yeah, he's like, he's just running, running out the oh, clock. Post game But that was on this day. That's one of tons of examples where LeBron is just let down by his teammates. Yeah. Boneheaded play, but I will say, at the end of the day, that's you win that game, you go home. Cool, you won game one. Yeah. He, on the he, road. Yeah, he fucked up. He comes home every, every May 31st for the rest of his life, he will be reminded of them. <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty iconic. You're on Bleacher Report. Like, you're. Like, Who was that against? No publicity uh, is bad publicity. Wait. Yeah. No yeah. publicity. His name no, is just going to... I think... Yeah. I, think I don't, I, I don't think he could care less. Bro, what his, year was that? Did his they Twitter handle will be out there every oh, year. Oh, that's the one that got swept in. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what year it was. So, J.R. Smith is who you want to be. Knicks. J.R. Smith. Okay. No, Braves. If I were to have one NBA player's skill set, and would it be... Take it to the NBA. You feel like more like pickup games, okay. but okay. John Wall. Wow. wow, he's got that old school pick and pop, nice. and he's got the he's got the nice spin move layup package. I just like what he's got. Going. He is like so fast. Also. He's, yeah, a he's, guy. Guy. he's a big hustle guy. So bad in the NBA though. Why would you take uh, John Wall over Russell? Or De'Aaron yeah. Fox. Or Simmons. I like John Wall's. Um, you don't get Simmons height. Ability to actually make a jump shot sometimes. Okay. And then. um Simmons can't shoot. I haven't seen yeah. John Wall in a while. I think yeah. De'Aaron Fox is a I'm saying, like, prime 26-year-old all-star John Wall. Could argue. Okay. All right, who do you want? Originally, I thought it was with height, so I ha- I went T-Mac. Okay. But, but I, th- I still think I'm going to ride T-Mac. Really? Why T-Mac, though? Like, I know he has, can shoot the ball, like, score the ball. It's because he has his galaxy yeah. open up. He's got bunnies. <laughs> but, but, like, more than other players? He just has his galaxy on Colin Mines. Yeah, why T-Max over Toby? Because, like... <laughs> exactly. I feel like T-Max more electric, yams it down. He does yam a little, but why not Vince Carter, then? I Vince mean, Carter yams. Not as good as a shooter. He's a cheese not in 2K. A, so. Which okay. one, T-Max? He's just yeah, all T-Mac. around, like, his scoring game. It's, like... Yeah, he scores a lot. Alright, just admit it. Just, just admit yeah. it's because you have the Galaxy Opel. Yeah, so you think he's better than he is because he's dope in 2K. He is dope in 2K. He is dope he in 2K. Is, like, but that correlates to his contested three pack. See, I was going to say Kyrie. I went with Zion, but I was going to say Kyrie just because, like, going to the rec league or, like, going out, like, playing pickup hoops on the streets or whatever, just, like, being able to get past anyone with dribble moves and then lay it in <laughs> is just a lead. I think sh- I would give an honorable mention to Shaq. I think Shaq would be cool. Really? You don't have his height or his size. But do so you, so you what have? skill set <laughs> What do you have? So you have skill set you have. You would take Dwight over Shaq. You'd have Dwight over Shaq. He's a 45-inch vert. Yeah, but... 
Okay, but <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Where's the? I don't even touch rim. Like I'd be able to throw down. Realistically, I think for all of us, uh, like Westbrook would definitely be the best pick. Westbrook. Westbrook. I, I think it's Curry. Curry. It's not Westbrook. Westbrook. Sick too. Yeah. I'm still Zion just for the leaping ability. Zion's. I think it's too. so cool. Kyrie's handle. Kyrie's handles are pretty sick too. All right, so we will go to our classic segment. I mean, this is obviously the first podcast, but this will be on every podcast. It is called Freshman Sophomore JV Varsity. Obviously, you guys know. Or if you don't know, these are the levels of athletic tiers when it comes to the high school level. Freshman, obviously, is the lowest tier. The freshman play. Sophomore is the sophomore tier. JV is the step right before varsity. And then varsity is the holy grail of high school sports. So we will. I will bring up a topic. I will say a topic. Everyone will go around the table. And people will, think, will say if that topic belongs in the varsity, sophomore, JV, freshman tier... It is all up to you what you feel, and it's all perspective. So, for example, you could say, for example, I could say LeBron James is the best best Miami Heat player of all time. I'm going to say that's a sophomore take because, yes, he's the most skilled player of all time, but not for the Miami Heat, but Dwayne Wade is Mr. Heat. But Ben might think that's a varsity take because it's factual. Because LeBron James is the most skilled Miami Heat player, like to wear a Miami Heat jersey, so it is all perspective how you feel on these things. Varsity being the highest, freshman being the lowest. We'll start. The first topic is the NBA returning. Ben, what do you think that's at? I'm putting this at a varsity. Um, I might be a little biased because I'm a Bucks fan, and I think this could finally be the year that Giannis leads us to the promised land. But I think there's so much. Parity in the NBA this year, and I think there's a good seven or eight teams that could maybe win. And I think for all NBA fans, this is a very exciting time. And I think if you're in the playoffs and one of the higher seeds, I think every fan believes that this could be their year. All right, scoring up. This is this has to be varsity. We we need the NBA back. Finish the season off. It's a no-brainer. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with like JV because like. I want more sports back, but I'm a Bulls fan. Bulls aren't in it, so I don't really. <laughs> they suck. All right, okay. yeah. Right. I think this one is clearly varsity because this was the best NBA season that there's been in the last five years. I'm yeah. tired of the Warriors, Cavs, shits. Yep. <laughs> there was like seven good teams with two really good players. It would have been interesting. It was the year of the duo. Yes, yeah. the year of the duo. All right, all right. I'm gonna go JV because JV. although it would be electric if it returned, I think it won't be the same. Definitely the same. And I think that the outcome that would happen now is not the same as what it would have been. All right. I'm going to say it's a no-brainer varsity. Uh, NBA returning. We just need sports back in general. It's small steps. I don't even care. Like, I hate – I'm not a NASCAR guy, but I was going to say I hate golf. I'm just not a golf guy. I don't have the patience for it. But even that returning would be a major varsity move. I don't want to listen to – I want to listen to PTI and listen to – Actual sports news, not um, like what happened in the Madden simulation on Bleacher Reports, yeah. like Twitch. Like that doesn't matter to me. I feel that. So the next um, freshman sophomore JVRC is Ben Roethlisberger shaving his beard. I'm gonna put that at a JV level because him shaving his beard indicated that he was again throwing footballs for the first time in months because he was injured, obviously. But it's not varsity because I want him to be healthy throwing the football, but. That beard, I mean, it had some attitude to it. That's for sure. And that's why I have a JV, him shaving his beard. What do you think? Um, I'll say sophomore. Um, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. Uh, 
I think he looks better. Because <laughs> he kind of looks like a caveman for a while. Um, I don't know how much Ben Roethlisberger really cares about football anymore. Do you know what? Do you know what, Ben? That's why I think no, shaving um, his beard is a varsity move. Yeah. Because his beard, you know, you. he grew Symbolism. he grew out all his stress, like all these <laughs> terrible like years. And do you know what? You just shave shave that off, and okay. he's a new man. Okay. Scorno, what do you think? I can get behind that. I think it's freshman. I couldn't give less shits about Ben Roethlisberger's facial hair. I, the only reason. It's also why it's freshman because if anything, I liked it with the I liked it with the beard. It was funny. It was it was but, entertaining. But shaving his beard indicated that he was healthy. Yeah, I don't care. That doesn't matter. It's freshman. That's why I, think <laughs> I don't care. Okay, okay. Ari said he was varsity. Also, he completely agreed. Yes, and I'm also a big Ben yeah. fan. Yes, and him shaving his beard signifies that he's back he and back. ready to turn. Okay, up. so how do you think the Steelers are going to be next year? I think they're going to. The wow. playoffs. Do you think wow. Big Ben breaks wow. a bone in his foot? I, 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 would, I, would, I, would, I would put the odds of minus 145. Wow. Yes. I think that's good. And, he'll, and minus 200, he'll play through it. He always plays. But he will break a bone in his foot, for sure. He always does. Steelers, Great, what do you think? Big Ben shaving his beard is so sophomore. No one really cares. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad to have Big Ben back in the league, but oh, yeah. it's a beard. Okay. All right, so <laughs> the next thing we're going to discuss is Cam Newton not being signed. I actually think this is a varsity move. I love Cam Newton, huge fan. Still believe in his abilities completely. I'm just always been a Cam Newton fan. And I believe this is varsity, him not being signed because he is not willing to take backup money or be a backup. He wants to get his bag. I think he's going to wait it out. I think there's going to be an injury to a starting quarterback. A team's going to be desperate. They're going to throw him the bag for a year. I think... He understands that, and he's making a business move by this, and that's why I'll put him not being signed to varsity. Okay, that's a fair take, but I don't think he's been offered a single contract. Backup okay. money included. So I don't think this situation is more of teams not wanting him and him not wanting him. So what do you have it at? So what do you have him not being signed at? I'd say it's a sophomore move because I think it could be interesting for a team that has an injury later down the line. But for his brand, it's definitely not a good look. And for NFL teams, it's not a good look. Like, Many teams would gladly have Cam Newton. He's a he would be an above average back and quarterback. I don't understand why they don't bring him in. That's ex- I think I'm at the same exact point. I think it's a sophomore thing. I think the Bears should sign Cam Newton. I'd rather have Cam Newton over Mitch any day. I I think I think Cam Newton not being signed is a varsity varsity move. I think Cam Newton's terrible. Disagree. Uh, he, I if you look at the accuracy measurements, uh, I could be wrong, but from what I remember seeing, he's. Worse than the league behind Mitch Trubisky. Th- those two other were bottom two. I don't remember who was worse. But I think he's honestly a terrible quarterback. He used to be good when he was not beat up and his style of play was working. But he hasn't been able to adjust. And I, I, if I'm any NFL team, I'd rather have almost I, anyone else. I will say he came back one year and he actually started up the year very, very strong. I think it was back in 2017. He was actually throwing at a high level. They were winning games. He was back to his form. It did end with an injury, which has yeah, been the, the, the number injury, one concern. The injury the aspect is also a huge one. Uh, it's not worth it. Definitely the top concern. All right. Uh, I think it's probably a JV, ish, JV issue. Um, I think Cam Newton is definitely good enough to be a bottom-tier starting quarterback or top-tier uh, backup quarterback in the NFL. And I, I hope some team gives him a chance and he's able to play again because I do think he still has some gas left in the tank. But I guess that's kind of up to him and... 
if NFL teams are willing to take uh, that chance on him. All right, all right. What do you feel about Cam Newton? Um, I don't know much about the situation, but I'm riding with us. I agree with everything Ben just said right there. Okay, so all right. JV. So a quick, a quick JV. JV. All right, so the next one is Stephen A. Smith as an analyst. You can interpret <laughs> that however you want. I'm going to start. I think it's freshman. Not even close. I don't need to be yelled at with every single take. Just because you yell doesn't mean you're right. That's how Stephen A. Smith portrays himself. Also, I've always been an FS1 guy over the ESPN analysis, a- analyst. Whitlock... Howard, um, Wiley, Skip, and Shannon, they just kill the game. They're better than the ESPN crew. Stephen A. Smith tends to annoy me a lot. I don't think his takes are very good as well. Some of them are pretty good, but even when they're good, I, you don't have to yell at me that Giannis is a good basketball player. I already know he's a good basketball player. That's how I feel about Stephen A. Smith. Freshman. It's freshman. Freshman. Uh, I would say he's probably like one of the best players on varsity. Really? Uh, I think he is so elite and so entertaining. Um, he brings passion okay. uh, to all of his debates, which I think all I think the passion's enjoy. a little overdone. Agreed. Um, <laughs> my favorite is when he just rose the shit out of Bo Kane. I love Bo Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are the funniest things. Um, he's just so entertaining. Um, yeah, some of his takes might be a little bizarre, but he is very passionate about his takes, and especially about the teams and the topics that he's passionate about. I don't think there's anything better in sports reporting. I mean, he got his bag or doing like what he did, so I, I, I respect it, but I don't like it. I, I have Stephen H. Smith as varsity as well. Pure entertainment, he's as good as it gets. I agree. His, I, I don't always agree with his takes, but I don't care. I enjoy watching it. I, I also agree with what you said, Shale. FS1 crew is better. Coward's the best there is, but Stephen H. Smith is still varsity. Yeah. I put Steve at uh, Steve. varsity, and <laughs> he's just a goofy, Muppet-looking, funny, um, funny man. <laughs> he has great, he has great takes. They're entertaining. I, sometimes I kind of like to get yelled at to like wake up in the morning. And, <laughs> he I deserves that. Like, like he's, he's for sure an AM. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's for sure. I put Stephen A at sophomore level. I I don't dislike him, and I think he's actually done a pretty decent job of rebranding himself the past couple of years. I feel like it was like five, six years ago, and everyone was like, this guy knows nothing about sports. I feel like now we, we think he knows about sports, but he still yells at us. So I just, I just put him at sophomore level. All right, Arlo. I'm going to go JV because I love his energy. He's electric. He's electric. And he fires up the crowd, but... Some of his takes are just mush and just get me angry. So that's why I can't play. All right, no, yeah, yeah, no. He's definitely mushing in the head sometimes. Uh, the next one is universal DH in baseball. How I feel, it's, I think it's JV. Just I'm going to keep this one quick. JV because obviously better quality of the game because the pitcher doesn't hit, but not varsity because baseball is one of those games that's more of a classic game and just like, it's like a roots kind of game, and pitchers always hit in the NL, so I would like that to stay the same, but I understand it, so it's on JV. I, yeah, I completely agree with everything you said. Uh, I think it's freshman. Baseball does not need to be changed. And I'm all for funifying baseball, you know, like, there needs to be more flair to baseball, but not that. That, that needs to stay as is. All right, Gia. Freshman move. Freshman? You don't like it at all? Yeah. No. Yeah, I like when the Cubs pitchers hit. I, I just think it's... I mean, the pitchers are part of the game, and just seeing them hit is just a different... It's a different aspect, 100%. Yeah. I'm going to say varsity on this one. Uh, all the other sports, NFL, NBA, Ectica, are um, doing <laughs> stuff to improve, improve the viewer's experience of their game and 
the best pitchers don't hit above 200. It's just most times an automatic out or a bunt. I think it just slows down the game. See, but don't you love seeing like Bartolo Colon is getting a yes. hold of one and just. That's like, once in yeah, 20 yeah, years. Like 20 years. But, it happens, right. but All right, the thing I'm going to argue with that is just the how baseball is like a pastime sport. Yeah. Like, where the NFL is not like a pastime sport in terms of just like people Rules. being so strict with wanting nothing to change. Like, baseball fans are very passionate about it. That's true, but we're going to allow the A's DH and the AL. I don't see any problem with just bringing it over to the NL. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think I might go JV. Because I think it should. I think, yeah, there should be DH. But also takes away a little from the game. But also, like, when you're watching baseball, and then let's go two outs. Pitcher comes up, yeah. Oh, we're screwed. But I do like the element of, at the end of the game, the strategic element of, do you want a pinch hitter there, and the the pitcher's done for the day, or are you going to trot him out for another inning because you trust him? Like, that's... A huge strategic element. All right, wrapping up the um, freshman, sophomore, JV varsity segment. Our last one is going to be Patrick Holmes finishing his career as the greatest of all time. I'm going to give this a JV because I do, honestly, I do really see a possibility in that happening. Can't give it a varsity take just because six rings is six rings with uh, Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's very far ahead, and Patrick Holmes has, there's so many injuries in football, and personnel when he gets his money like what's going to happen to the Chiefs organization all that's going to completely change but I'll give it JB because I do think it should be a debate uh yeah Patrick Mahomes is a once in a lifetime talent and I think he stays healthy there's no reason why he shouldn't uh end up as the GOAT um he's a great coach he's a great team and yeah I mean I think he's by far and away the best quarterback in the league and if I was a betting man I think he I would bet on him being Agreed. I think okay. I, I would say JV because I think it's more likely than not that he ends up as the best quarterback of all time, but there's just so many factors. hurdles and factors beyond his control that could stop that. Yeah. I mean, I give him varsity, like besides the hurdles and everything, like he is a once in a one once in a lifetime talent. He I think he has the best opportunity to be like either finished first or second in the GOAT debate. For sure. I mean he throws a ball like no other and his athleticism is low key underrated even. It's not too fast. I'm going to put this at sophomore level just because I'm not a fan of a dynasty. I don't want to see the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes for the next 15 years. I want to see Patrick. I love watching Patrick Mahomes. I'd rather see him bounce around the league, two two teams maybe, not just a dynasty for many years to come. So I'll put that at sophomore. Let me ask you a quick question before Artis speaks. Do you think if Brady wins with Tampa, then it's over for Mahomes being the 100%. Seven's too many. Okay. No. 100%. Because All right. get five and um, still be considered the go. I'm going similar to Scorno, JV. I think he's agreed with Ben, the best quarterback right now. He's crazy. He's my man. Helped me win a lot of money. <laughs> um, but I think it's just too early. Because anything could happen, really. But he's definitely got the talent to become the GOAT. All right, yeah, no, that's fair. I like that a lot. So we are going to go into the final segment of the day, which will always end in the debate of the day. So the debate of the day will just be a question, random question. It's not what we're going to do. We're not going to, we're not going to like focus on 
like who's better, like what we did earlier, Warriors, Bulls. It's going to be more hypotheticals, fun questions. So the last one, the last thing we're going to say today is who would win in an MMA fight, UFC fight, LeBron James versus Ronda Rousey. Whoa. Who, and this is prime Ronda Rousey, not right now, not Ronda Wash. And it's not prime LeBron, it's 37-year-old LeBron. Is it training for X amount of time? Nope, yeah. nope, no, 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 no. They both step in tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. like Ronda Rousey tomorrow. Ronda Rousey well, Ronda Rousey is in her prime, but she's stepping in tomorrow. Is that what you're saying? Ronda yes. Rousey's in her prime, but obviously LeBron James, 6'7", has probably 100 pounds on her, just way bigger, so that's his advantages, but doesn't know how to fight. Ronda Rousey, like, do you think, like, LeBron could just pure power his way out of a Ronda Rousey chokehold? Like, Absolutely I don't know. not. You don't think so? Absolutely so not. So you think Rousey wins this fight? I think Ra- I think LeBron has... For, I think he doesn't survive more than for, Ronda. For context, LeBron weighs 250 pounds. 6'8", 250. Um, Ronda Rousey is 134 pounds. 134? So that's about a 120-pound weight She's difference. She's small, but I do I take... With that being said, I still take Ronda Rousey. I think... Fighting, if out of all, like the tactical element to it, sh- it just overpowers the weight difference, the strength I just, difference. I take Rousey. I think Rousey will just take out his legs, massive leg kicks all day, and as soon as the fight gets to the ground, it's Rousey's gonna. I the only him out. thing I have against it is that yes, Ronda's a fucking badass and can take shit from anyone, but. Then again, she's taking shit from other 135-pound women. Not the best athlete in the world, LeBron James, who, if LeBron James gets behind one of those punches, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Only way I see Ronda winning is if she develops a strategy. Because she's yeah. so physically outmatched. Yeah. She's physically outmatched. That I feel like... But she has the fit to... Get that strategy because she's been oh, fighting she, all her life. She like, could easily develop a strategy like mm-hmm. attack his front leg until he can't stand on it anymore. Exactly. But I just see LeBron overpowering her until until he beats the shit out of her. Some, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Do you think if Rousey put LeBron in an armbar? Obviously, she's known for putting other girls mm-hmm. in the armbar. Could break his arm in a second. But the other girls are other 135 pound girls who can't necessarily just stand up on their feet and throw them around. LeBron James. Can squat Ronda probably three hundred times. What? What I'm gonna say? Is tree trunks? I, I, I think I'm gonna ride with LeBron because two hundred fifty pounds compared to one thirty five. That is one fifteen, right? Yeah. One fifteen pounds Good more math. than her. There's also rumors that and LeBron that, weighs two eighty. That that is so much, and I, Ronda has no chance on the feet. But if Ronda can't take him down, I think she would win with either a leg lock or an arm bar, but I don't think she can get like a rear naked choke on LeBron. Mm. I think he'd be able to get out of that just because he's so much stronger and bigger. He would just stand right back up. Yeah, he would just get right back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. LeBron's not losing to Ronda Rousey in a fight. I have a Are y'all yeah. tripping? <laughs> bro, this guy is a fucking tank. He's big. He's not losing to a... Five four girl, come on. She's big. She's, she's five big. four. No, she's five seven. She's a strong woman too. But she's strong. Oh, she's a phenom. 
but oh my Wade God, comes dude, she's in. Ronda. She's not getting Rousey. She's not getting the Rousey. Rousey. Ronda Rousey. She's not getting the Rousey. Yeah, I... I don't know, dude. I would He would be at a loss for... He would know what to do in there. It's, what do you mean tomorrow? He doesn't get to train? Stronger. He has no idea what to do. He's just gonna beat the shit out of her. I don't know, like, bro. I'm kind of Rousey. I think Same. Rousey breaks his arm. How? I don't, minute. I don't see him don't getting him to the ground. Even though, no, listen, he's so tactical. I don't, see, I don't think she even has to take him down. Has to put. I think she could just outscore him in the MMA. Like, she could just play tactically, like, run around, like, just not... Get destroyed for the whole fight and I still say, win the fight. Like LeBron James has to reach, his reach is yeah, it's massive. maybe triple Ronda Rousey's. His wingspan's seven feet according yeah, to Google. Huh. Yeah, like that's crazy. He's got to stand like he can literally stand away and throw haymakers. Not LeBron. And land. Not, yeah, not LeBron. It's like it's like when the older brother puts his hand out and like palms the little brother's forehead <laughs> oh. and throws haymakers. His hand and it's even bigger. It's, it's a big difference. plus pounds. He's also from Akron, Ohio. Like that's got to bring some toughness to him. I just he didn't grow yeah, up. Not like LeBron. Him. Yeah, not LeBron. Ronda Rousey did date someone we know, though. All right. Aaron Cohen, that is Aaron true. Shout out Ronda Rousey. So that, that's the debate of the day. Um, I think we came to a huge conclusion that Ronda Rousey would kick his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's our first... Podcast ever. We would like to thank our thank our sponsors, which we don't have any. So if anyone listens, please sponsor us. We love Kirkland Signature Water by uh, Jewel Oscar. <laughs> We're, We're, a fan. No, that's We're also a Fields Kirk- family. S.C. Johnson. Marlboros. Marlboros. <laughs> um, anything else that we would like? Manscaped. Uh, very good company. They're three point oh one more. So yeah, all of those companies that you hear us, we would like sponsors. Um, George Kittle's the best football player of all time. Michael Beasley's the best basketball player of all time. And thank you so much. This was uh, the Legends Lingo. Thank you. Woo! Peace out.